This is the Mindful Experiment Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Vic. Excited that you're here. This podcast is all about diving deep into the mind and understanding this experiment or this game we call life. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. The biggest battle we will ever have to face is the battle between you and you. It's the battle of taking your mind to that limit and then breaking through. On the Mindful Experiment podcast, we will share concepts, universal laws, and interviewing individuals who have done just that, who have gone through the dark times and through those moments, allowed their light to shine bright. I'm your host, Dr. Vic Manzo, and I want to thank you for listening to the podcast and taking this journey with me as we discover different avenues to break through those limits, expand your reality, and evolve into the person you desire to be. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hey everyone, this is Dr. Vic and you're listening to The Mindful Experiment. So excited to have you on as we're sharing a special episode uh, today. Uh, I was interviewed by Sarah Woodward and this podcast was great. It was a great interview I had. Uh, this is, it's been a while since this was done. I, uh, you'll notice my titles have changed a little bit since then, but it was one of the things where we had a really great time just sitting, chatting, talking about life, the spiritual realms, life in general, how do we create, how do we align, manifest, all that fun stuff. I had a great time on the podcast. It was a really great one. I highly recommend checking it out. Listen through the end. She will share all her wonderful notes, how to connect. This podcast is going to be coming to an end. One of the reasons why I'm reposting it on mine so you can have access to it. So enjoy the episode. Let me know what you think. Welcome everyone to The Healing Corner, where we share stories of healing and being a healer. I am your host, Sarah Woodard from Stonebridge Transformation. Joining me today is Dr. Vic Manzo, Jr. Dr. Vic is a pediatric and family wellness chiropractor, a mindset trainer, transformational speaker, influential author of the book, Rediscover Your Greatness, and creator and host of Wellness Smart Radio. He is also the co-founder of The Wellness Path, a holistic chiropractic office, and founder of Empower Your Reality, an online group coaching and online consciousness school. You can find Dr. Vic at empoweryourreality.com, and the link will be in the show notes. Welcome to the show, Dr. Vic. Well, thank you for having me, Sarah. It's really a pleasure. Thank you so much. So for people that don't know, I was actually on um, Dr. Vic's show as well, so you can hear 
you can hear the flip side of this interview if you want as well. <laughs> I think it's episode 52 or one. I can't remember, yeah. but it's, it's up there. It's somewhere. It's, and it's also on, on my website on the feet in the featured on section. So one way or another, people can check that out as well. Um, so we had talked about this a little bit when I was on your show, but I really want to hear because you're a chiropractor. And so that's, that's physical wellness, but you're also obviously very much into the spiritual wellness. And yeah. I would love to hear how you explain that connection between the two. Awesome. Well, you know, chiropractic has been really watered down over the years. Um, Dee Dee Palmer, the one who, you know, the founder of chiropractic, and really all he did was take the term. Chiropractic's been around for over 5,000 years. It's just different ways of how they did it coming from China and so forth. But um, he was a magnetic healer and he just understood that um, there's something to uh, the nervous system when it comes to healing and helping individuals um, be the best version of themselves, help to return. And he blew out his, he blew out his whole entire practice because people would get adjusted after five, six visits and from a hand, a wheelchair to walking or walkers to walk. And he would just store them in his one office. And then all of a sudden that got jam filled. And then he went to another, opened up another one and he just kept filling up the room. So that's how chiropractic like really grew. Um, but there's a massive connection when it comes to chiropractic and if you want to say spirituality, uh, energy and all that, because, uh, energy flows through the nervous system, you know, and all aspects. When you look at the seven chakras, every aspect of the chakras is a plexi of nerves, you know, the pineal for the crown, the pituitary for the th uh, third eye, the, uh, the throat plexus for the, the throat chakra, the heart plexus, the stolar plexus. I mean, there's plexi of nerves literally right there. And they're all connected yeah. via the meridians, which you also hit upon in, in chiropractic, I assume, right? Yeah. A little bit. Yeah, a little bit. We learn a little bit about it. But it's, 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 but it's all, all those aspects. And so when you look at it from that perspective, you know, you can't, you can't access chakras without working them through the spine, you know, through the back. And yeah. so it's so cool how you can influence them from that perspective. Now, obviously, not every chiropractor may know they're aware of doing that. Some may not be doing it. You know, it's also, we say in chiropractic, it's, you know, chiropractic works 100% of the time, but does the chiropractor. And what that means is, it's just how certain is the chiropractor in what he does? Where's mm -hmm. his energy feel? How balanced is he? How centered is he? Mm -hmm. And where's his intentions? You know, tensions is the, another thing. And I always tell patients that um, when it comes to your adjustment, it's not what I'm doing that actually does the work. It's mm -hmm. my intention and your energy field and where you are and us just connecting. And that's where the healing happens. And that's where the power of it all is. I think you brought up a really good point too, with the intention, because that is so key really in any, in any sort of energy healing, spiritual healing, whatever it is, it is about the intention, even shamanic journeying. You have to have a really solid intention of where you're going in order to actually get there. You can't just say, okay, I'm going. La, la, la. Like, <laughs> you get in trouble when you do that stuff. <laughs> you get in trouble, yeah. yeah, for sure. And I'm sure the same is true when you're working on a person. If you're not in that space where you have this intention, you could potentially hurt your, your patient. I oh, yeah. Yeah. If you're, if you're mindless, you can do things that uh, it, it just may not adjust. I mean, the nervous system does have a protective mechanism built into it. So you can never, um, you know, there's, there's many mechanisms that will protect in some shape or form. But still, it's, you can do things. That's why it's always about, as I always teach and share, I'm like, I'm always going to be at my 100% my game every single time. And if I'm not, I won't be in the office because it's not fair to you. And uh, it's not fair to the office, not fair to myself either now you know and so forth so that's kind of the perspective I take from it which is awesome which is awesome so you had said it's mindless when you know when you're not in that intention space and um, I would love to talk about mindfulness with you it's actually um, I'm writing I'm writing a book about it so I'd love to kind of get your thoughts about mindfulness and what some of your favorite mindfulness activities are and all of that jazz yeah, I love mindfulness I teach it it's fun stuff yeah. um, we, we as a society are so unaware oh of everything around us, you know, <laughs> yeah. and it's funny too, because as being a type of energy I put into the work I do, um, I, it's always amazing when the ones who are aware, they get, feel the energy, they know where my intentions are and they're just like, holy cow, yes, this is where I need to be. And then there's other people where they're just like, yeah, I don't know, maybe. And I'm just like, okay, you know, it is yeah. what it is. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, I taught, I mean, I, I work with a restaurant owner in town where I work in LaGrange and we do, um, uh, we did a mindful eating and we're just using teaching how just being mindful 
uh, with eating and how it can drastically change your experience with mm-hmm. food. And then I came in and just talked about how if you did it with that, imagine with this, about being with you know your, your significant other or taking time with work, whatever it is, but being mindful. Um, it enhances the human experience. It really does. And like Jim Carrey said, life is already beautiful. You know, life is already beautiful enough. Mm-hmm. And it's so true in so many ways. So my favorite mindfulness practice is meditation. That's you know, I know it's the foundation to it, but it's the one thing right. that has been uh, profound for me in my life and everything I do. Um, as you know, you know, you meditate, you get into, I go into, most of the time I'm going in an altered conscious state and then it's just, I'm in that beautiful you know, lucid world, if you want to call it, different dimensions or whatever. Everyone has different terms, but right. it's, but it's just where, you know, you can just get in and you're in that peace. I call it blissing out. Um, and I'm just like, <laughs> literally, cause if, if you see me, if you see me meditating and when I get there, I have like a smile on my face. I was at a, mm-hmm. I was at a, a third eye activations uh, workshop. It was all about meditating. And the instructor was like, you smile most of the time through your meditation. I'm like, I'm blissing out. Like literally I'm like a little kid who's just all happy and so forth. Um, But yeah, so my, so meditation is the biggest thing that I like uh, when it comes to my mindfulness practice and what I do. So what do you suggest for people? Like I've had, I've had some, some people come to me and be like, I want to meditate, but I can't sit still. Like, what do you tell them to do? So that's tough. There's so many things you can do. Um, what the, it varies on the individual. Like when I would do, I recommend this a lot with patients. So I get to know them a little bit. So then I kind of like read their energy. I kind of know how their mind works a little bit just by what I'm feeling. So I'll be like, you know, the unique guide to meditation, just go and sit and listen to this person. Yeah. Um, but there are other meditations I recommend. Like um, I'm really big into uh, brainwave entrainment. Uh, type of meditations mm-hmm. where you listen to like a theta wave and theta Sorry. brainwave, and uh, it takes about seven to 10 minutes almost to where the brain will actually mimic that. And so that's when you can really uh, tap in and then it allows them to get into that state a little bit. And then once they start to understand that feeling a little bit more, then they can go to other ways, but it takes time and practice. And that's the thing. That's what people don't have. uh, They're not patient patient. in this ADD world. They're not patient enough to just practice meditation they want to just have it <laughs> yeah i mean the attention span for humans i think that was what eight seconds or something like that it's ridiculous. is it that high <laughs> it's that, yeah tell me about it right it, it's one of those things where i mean the last thing i read and it was just like yeah man we need more mindfulness more than anything and i think that's like i said that's gonna be the biggest movement coming out in the next three to seven years just because mm. uh we're gonna drive ourselves crazy and then we're gonna look for solutions and that's gonna yeah. just go down that path yeah. The other thing that I have suggested to people, in addition to the things that you mentioned, is I've actually said to sit and color because then they're, you know, they're, they're being mindful. They're at, you know, their focus is only on what they're coloring for the most part. And it's less, it's less like threatening than just sitting there trying to meditate, you know, yeah. like, and be still. It's it, so people can kind of wrap their heads around that either, but it's still a very beautiful, mindful peaceful you can totally bliss out to use your word um you know so (laughs) do you ever do the mandala coloring books all the time yeah that's the one i was thinking of you know i do recommend it not often but i do i I mean i even do them sometimes and it's like three hours of just oh my god i just yeah (laughs) that's a good practice i like it yeah my my mom actually she gave me my uh, hanukkah present a little bit early this year and she gave me she asked me what I wanted, so I just put some stuff in like my, you know, my wish list on Amazon or whatever. And she gave me colored pencils and the Bob Ross coloring book. Let me just tell you, <laughs> Bob Ross. Wow, I love it. Yeah. Classic. Yeah. yeah, and it even has like some of his little hippie quotes and everything. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he, yeah. he, he highly recommend the... if people want to use that for coloring for coloring meditation. Yeah, I'm gonna check that out. Those, that's yeah. gonna make some good Christmas presents, even for myself. See what I'm saying? Yeah, I love it. Yeah. So talk to me about your book. I did not even realize that you had written a book, but I want to know rediscover your greatness. Yeah. Uh, Very empowering. It it is. That's the goal. It's a guide to uh, create um, uh, inspired and fulfilled life. And that's really the purpose behind it. And really what I go through is I just share a lot of, um, um, stories, but what I first chapter, I'm all talking about just really who we are, breaking down the labels, breaking down the titles, breaking down that all that stuff, and just saying at the end of the day, without all that, who are you? And then understanding once people get, if I can get them to that state, then all of a sudden they can be anything they want, and they understand that they're more powerful than a creator, and they can do a lot of things. And so the book's really just universal laws, sharing stories. 
uh, personal stories of what I've gone through and how my mindset and the focus and how the laws work. And then here's where I was doing it, where I thought this is where I went. And then all of a sudden I shifted my mindset. This is how I was using the laws, not, sometimes not even consciously, right. and how all of a sudden my whole world changed from something so simple. And the purpose is really, you know, like I said, it's like a guide. So it's really just, you know, I talk about death and I talk about the process of my experiences with it. And, and um, not that I had a near-death experience or anything, but, um, and just trying to help liberate the human, human individuals, whoever reads it. So when you read it, you'll feel the energy of the book. You'll feel the energy of the presence, hopefully, if they're aware. And they can yeah. see where that kind of helps. And it's been kind of cool. Like, it was one of the books I just wanted to get done. It was my first oh. one, and I just wanted it out there. Oh, I know and, that feeling. I went through that with my first <laughs> one, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was just a point where I was like, ah, I could do all the right marketing. I'm like, you know what? No, let's get it out there. I'm going to share it with my database. And, you know, and that's it. And then my next one's coming out next year. And, um, and I was like, I'll do that the right way, if you want to call it. But yeah. it's been kind of cool. I've done none of mine, quote unquote, the right way. So I understand. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's all about, you know, content creation. It just, you know, as some people say, well, you're more credible. I'm like, well, yeah, just because I wrote a book, I'm more credible. I, that's fine. But uh, whatever. That's not really the point. But okay. No, yeah. No, it's, it's, and it's been fun because now <laughs> I, I use a message it. and this is how I need to share it is the point. Exactly. Yeah. And, uh, but yeah, and it's really just to help share, show people who they, you know, create a more inspired and fulfilled life. Cause I really believe, you know, we only live, we, we, we have multiple lives, but we're here at this moment and it's like, why don't you make it a great moment? Because God wants to have that moment or the universe or prime creator. Yeah, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And you know, they get the, that get, they get that experience too. And they want that. They want you to have the most, that's why the universe is always working for you. Always sending the love towards you and, and giving anything you ever want, good or bad, doesn't matter because they want you to have that experience. Whatever it is you're looking for. Yeah. Exactly. Because then you, they get it also. It's a beautiful win-win. And I talk about that in my book, how uh, it's such a beautiful win-win. And once people really grasp that, like fear, for me at least, I know in my life, it just went away where I was like, mm -hmm. all right, cool. How do, I, how do I steer this ship then? How do I start to direct my life in ways mm -hmm. to where I can take it to those levels and what's out there? And that's, that's pretty much the premise of the book a lot. That's very cool. That's very cool. So I know at least for me in my life, a big part of kind of steering that ship, as you put it, is, is gratitude. Like yeah. that is a huge, is that a huge thing for you too? Yeah, I, I do. Like every morning I, I get up and I'll spend, I put a time limit on it. Let me just put it that way because I can continue going where I'll yeah. just open up a journal and I'll write, I am grateful for this. I'm, and then what, if I say I'm grateful for, let's say my wife, I'll explain some characteristics of what I'm grateful for, what happened yesterday and so forth. If I'm grateful for my business, tying into that. I'll get specific, but I just keep going. I don't stop and I'm just flying. There's no thinking. I just, I yeah. think of one thing and then I just let everything come out. Yeah. And, and, and sometimes it gets as simple as like, I'm grateful I have running water. I mean, there's just yeah. times I'll get to that point yeah. and you, it is true. Gratitude's massive. I mean, I always say gratitude's the right attitude to get you to the next altitude. So it's one of those things like where, that. um, you know, as you know, it's going to, it opens the door for more. If you're truly yeah. grateful, that's one thing that I made a mistake as a young girl. I was like, oh, wait, if I'm more grateful, then I'll get more. Cool. Let me do that. Yeah, no. <laughs> that's ego, right? Right. And then I started understanding the feeling side of it. And I, now I just, I get so into that moment. There's times I'll get teary eyed. I mean, I'm, I'm a, I'm a sensitive guy. I like, I get emotional sometimes, but it's one of those things where I will um, tap into that. And it's just, it's a powerful emotion. Very powerful. It, yeah. And I love that yours is in the morning. I actually do my gratitudes right before I go to bed at night, but I have a similar practice where I write it, you know, I write it in a notebook and some days it is just, it's as simple as, I'm really grateful that I had a working plumbing system today. <laughs> yeah. But you know what? I am massively grateful for that because otherwise I'd be out in the snow going to the bathroom and that would really suck. <laughs> yeah. Tell me about it. I mean, it's just simple things. Sometimes it is. And some days it's huge things. Some days it's like I, you know, I signed a new client and I'm wicked grateful for that. But I have the same level of gratitude for each thing, whether it's a big thing or a little thing. And I think that's key point when you make there. It's, it's, it is, you know, you can't like favor one or the other. Right. Universe is smart. It reads through everything. Yes. Yes. <laughs> the universe knows before you've even written it down on the paper. Really. <laughs> I know. The beauty of being in no time, let me tell you. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> so I want to ask you about your, um, this online, online consciousness school. Tell, yeah. me, tell me some more about that. 
It's in the work. So we're creating a little at a time. It's uh, okay. something I'm just putting together. I've always had a vision. Uh, you can say spirit came to me. It, you can say angels were nudging the heck out of me. Spirit yeah. guides were bugging me like crazy. Um, at some point, you have to just listen. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. They, they, they like, it's like, at first, I kept putting it away because I had other things. I'm like, oh, I got this yeah. going on. I got to worry about this. I'm doing this now. And then it Eventually, was just like, they just annoy the crap out of you until you do it. <laughs> they do. That was like one of those points like, you need to go and start now. No more questions Would asked. Would you just do this? Yeah. <laughs> So I was like, fine. I don't even know how to start to like stop thinking. Just go do it. We told you already. So I'm like, all right, fine. fine. So the whole purpose of the school, and I'm it's slowly creating. Right now, I'm, I'm coaching. I do a lot of group coaching uh, for entrepreneurs. I do some individual coaching for entrepreneurs. Okay. And, I, and I take it in a very uh, um, universal law, a uh, little bit of some spiritualism in there. And then, you know, some quantum physics. I'm a science guy. I love adding that in when it all meshes right? I, just I, I love how quantum physics actually proves the stuff that we believe in, in the spirit world. Yes. Yep. And, it, <laughs> yes. and it's, it, I always say it's catching up. It's so nice how science yeah. and spiritualism is finally catching like up. Catching up. Yeah. <laughs> um, but anyway, go ahead. No, no, no. And so, and then it, it's just in meditations, it always came and is like, how can I help? One of my visions of my life is to help liberate the humans to be able to be understood liberate humans to understand who they really are mm -hmm. and then they can create and do whatever it is they want and not take the prison off them, you know? And so uh, that's kind of where the conscious school comes from. And it's just going to be looking at ways of how I can share different things with, again, spiritualism, universal laws, quantum physics, all those things, and really empower people about one, taking responsibility for your own life. Number one. Um, and that's a tough one because not a lot of people like to do that. Wow. You know, when you say when you, when you say everything happens through you, not at you, and people are going through some shitty situations, it's kind of like, like explain to me how this happened, huh? Huh? Let yeah. me know about that. Or somebody will say, what about children who are seven, six years old, die from cancer? And I'm like, you know, there's a universal reason for everything. Okay, right. And, and some things is, is we're beyond not always our privy to the reason. We are yeah. not always privy to the reason, but there is always a reason. Yeah, I mean, the best ones I've heard is just they wanted the short life, and they were going to share with the patient, the parent. They're going to teach them lesson. That's only one thing, though. There's infinite reasons. But there's why. infinite, yeah. You know, and we're uh, not always privy to them. Like we no. can try to guess, but we don't always know. Yeah. Sometimes years later, maybe we figure it out, but sometimes we just don't get to find out. No, not until not we cross that. As I always wonder why, you know, they always say dogs and animals cross over the rainbow bridge. I'm like, what about humans? I never heard of humans ever I saying. I think we do too, personally. But no, what do we do? I know that, and I, I know that for a fact. You know, I know that too. But it's like I yeah. always the way humans explain it. They're right, like, oh, right. my dog crossed the rainbow bridge, and I'm always like, okay, what do humans do? Where do they go then? Right. You know? <laughs> Is it two different places we go? Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, but yeah, the whole the whole thing is just to really have people take the energy back to them. And there's a lot of, to me, I, and I, and I don't want to sound like a conspiracy theorist, but I really believe just on what I see from the health world and everything else, I really believe there's an attack on consciousness. And there's some sort of movement that doesn't want us to really see, like allow individuals to really understand their higher levels and be able to get to higher level consciousness. Oh my and God, I so agree with that. Yes, keep going. <laughs> and so, it, it, and, and so because I, this was 10 years ago, I was in chiropractic school and I met somebody who he really laid it out on a physiological level, how that works and how it connects to the spiritual side of us. And I was just like, man, you're throwing some deep stuff. I'm going to have to take some time to digest this. Right. Now, at where I'm at now, I, I, I just keep seeing it so crystal clear. And, okay. and I want people to be awakened to understand that you have everything here. And that's what the whole school is about. And just teaching that you don't need, like, there's good to have assistance. Like, I'll tell people, I have a coach. I have multiple coaches in my of life. Of course. They help guide me in ways of what I need. We all, we all need a coach. Yeah. Exactly. And then I tell people, though, but I also massively trust me. And I've learned right. how to tap in and get my resources. But- right. I will always still, I have my coaches to help me in that process, but I want people to be able to see past the BS and wow. see past all that and awaken because it's, it's one of those things where if you live an awakened life, man, it, as you know, it's, it's, uh, life it's is the most just liberating thing in the world. Oh my God. And, and the, I know what I, I know where I was and I know where I'm at now. And, and, and it's just one of those things where I'm like, if I can figure out a way and I'm going to figure out a way. That if I can just be able to get, you know, show them and, and, and say, here you go, here's some things that you can do, but you have to figure out what works for you because not what worked for me. Everyone is different. 
Exactly. And uh, so that, that's really the consciousness school of that. And we have, we're starting to launch some programs here and there uh, on some things, but you know, we're, we're hoping by June it'll be up to where we have a lot of different online courses where people can just come Very and, cool. and then I'm going to be working with other individuals to, if they want to do a course on there, do that and then just start this massive movement. And uh, I love it. I love just, it. And see where it goes. Yeah, definitely. I'd love to be a part of that. Oh yeah. And, and you know, it's nice. cool. What's kind of cool is, is just, uh, you know, again, I started doing podcasting back in April. I've done podcasting before, but it was yeah. in 2012, but it was more of a health thing. And it was great, you know, me talking a lot of stuff, had some people come on, but it wasn't really that like, it didn't hit home here. Mm-hmm. So I took a break from it for a while. Then all of a sudden I was like, I got a book coming out. I need to get back into podcasting. It just told me, like you said, spirit guided you and what you're doing. You know, that's kind of where I got pushed. And then all of a sudden uh, it's been awesome since it's been really doing well. And it's one of the cool thing is, is that, through the podcast now, all of a sudden, I'm sitting there going, huh, all these guests that I have, who would I do with this with? And I have, like, I want to do a retreat next year. I'm going to do it. I don't know where I'm doing it. I don't know how I'm doing it. I don't know. You're going to do it. It's fine. But it's going to happen, right? And I know everything's going to line up. And, but I'm like, man, who would I have for speakers? Boom, here we go. I have a whole list of my podcasts, right? Right. When it comes to the conscious school, boom, I have some people I'm already. So people I'm interviewing, it's kind of one of those things where I can sit back and go, you know what, this person's really aligned with this thing that I'm going to have here. Okay, bam, I can reach out and do that. And it's just (laughs) happening without me even like, the cool thing about it is, and I always tell people when you're when you're on the path of least resistance, when you're when you're doing what you really love, abundance just comes, and it's just yeah. crazy how that works. And and I've, it, this has been a big part of my journey that I've had to learn is it's about surrendering to surrendering mm-hmm. to the fact that you are on the right path, and therefore it will just come, and you don't have to control. Like yes, you have to steer the ship by like welcoming it in and being in that right that right intention and that right place. But you don't have to like guide every twist and turn and every little minutia directionality change. Like spirit's got it. Yeah. And you just gotta sometimes you just gotta just trust and yeah. surrender. And that was such a hard, hard <laughs> thing for me. Like look, I'm a Scorpio with flair, four planets in Scorpio. So surrendering was like not in my rule book anywhere. <laughs> I could see that. And I totally had to just I got really hit hard upside the head with like, you have to, you have to surrender. And as soon as I did, boom, abundance. It was like, see, if you had see surrendered reward and every it's like, and that's been like the pattern in my life lately is it's like every time I show that I've stepped up and learned whatever it is that spirit's asking me to learn, I get rewarded with abundance. It's like, okay, I I understand. (laughs) I love it. You bring up, you bring up a good point. I talk a lot about this. I was actually just talking, hammering this point with, uh, in my group coaching and I talk about being in flow versus resistance and, yes. and, and, and you're just, you just brought it up so elegantly with that about like, you know, I always tell people we as humans spend more energy resisting, but at oh the same time, right. It is. I know I've been there many times. I'm very, I'm in type A personality, yeah. very driver mentally. So I, I'm a task oriented person. So I get yeah, it. You get it. Yeah. Um, and, um, but long story short, I tell people though, what you're resisting is actually what you want. You just have to let go. Right. And it's that trust. And, and that's why in my teachings, when, I, when I'm working with people, I always tell them, like, I focus on vision. That's all I do is focus on vision. I mean, the soul's purpose, vision, DNA, whatever you want to call it. Um, I'm kind of changing the names up right now. But, it's, it, but the vision was where we're going with for now. And I tell people, you got to know what your main, like, what's your main purpose? What's your main vision out of all the things you want to do? What's the main headline? And then I'm like, just, fo- and when you figure it out, get emotionally attached, all that, focus on it. Because then here's the thing, just keep your eyes on the prize universe is going to guide you through the way to get you there. And so you don't let all the little, little short term BS stuff get in the way. Cause sometimes it's like, that's where I want to go. Then all of a sudden, boom, here comes an obstacle. And you're like, Oh man. And then mine goes right to the short term. You can kiss the vision goodbye. Well, and, and I, the analogy I like to use, and maybe this is just cause I'm a super clumsy person, but I liken it to like, if you're, if you're walking like across a room or something and there's like a bunch of chairs, like in the way that you have to navigate around or whatever to get across the room, if you focus on that chair, you're a lot more likely to smack right into it than you are if you focus on the end of the room and you just kind of allow yourself to walk around them. Exactly. Like it's the same thing. Like just focus on the end and just go there rather than go chair, smack, chair, smack the entire way down. the. <laughs> Another vision came to me when you were saying that it's not, it's not as, uh, you know, smacking into things, but when you're walking on a bridge that has like a massive 
fall if you don't like, mm-hmm. you know, if you miss a step or something. And they always say, just look ahead, look you know, just, 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 just focus ahead. Don't look down. You'll be good. Yeah. If you look down, you're like, Oh, Oh my God, this is scary. I'm not taking another step. There's no way. Right. And I don't know. It just came to my head when you were saying no, that. It's a good one though. That's a good one too. And I think, I think that a lot of people get so hung up in the, in that short term problem that it becomes a big problem when really, if we surrender, it's actually very small. It is. It's, it's, and then, like you said, I was beaten down to my knees. I got smacked down to the floor in many different ways. I mean, and, uh, you know, in my book, I talk about it financially and what I did had it go to, like I had to end up going bankrupt at one point mm-hmm. and it beat me up. I wasn't happy about it. Ego was very bothered by that. Mm-hmm. But, but at the same, cause I'm like, I know universal laws. I know how this works. How am I attracting this in my life? Right. right. But after I went through it, it took about almost six months to a year later, and I talk about it in the book, I, I started to see how, I, call, I sometimes say dumb-dumb, uh, like, hey, dumb-dumb, look what you did now. And oh. it's just, um, but it's one of those things where I started to see how I had to go through that because I brought myself there because I wasn't listening. I wouldn't mm-hmm. listen to the advice and just trust. I kept saying, no, I have to do it. It's all about me and I need to figure these things out. And mm-hmm. I can, and it's like you said, in the moment I finally just said, all right, I'm done. I have no energy left. I can't think anymore. I'm tired. I mean, I was down on my knees. I'll never forget the day I was in tears. And I'm just like, I I have to make this change. I was designed to be this way is who I am. I need to make a change. And then all of a sudden, that was the moment I surrendered. And I ever since then, it's just been unbelievable. And I'm working way less than I thought I would ever have to. And, uh, it's been, and, I, and I'm happier, less stressed, and just God, loving So life. much less stress. <laughs> oh, man. It's like, and now I look, and when I see people going through the same thing or going through that, what they went, like what I went through, I'm always mm-hmm. like, oh, I feel you. I know where you're right. at. Let me see if I can, if you want me to help, I can help, but I know where you're going. I've been you there. Know. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. And I think, I think that all of us in this, in this healing, any healing profession, we have to kind of go through that, that moment. Of because it's it's more than just a dark night of the soul that anybody on a spiritual path has to go through. This is like we literally have to be brought to the point of surrender and committing wholeheartedly to that before we're actually allowed to do the work that we were brought here to do. Amen to that. Yeah. And it's like, well, you know, I, I type in I heard Tony Robbins say this and I actually I love studying where words come from. Um, mm. It's like it's something in the last six months I've just been like I'll hear a word and I'm like, okay, let me go study where that really comes from. Let's see what I love that. I could totally Um, geek out on that with you. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's, you know what? It's pretty cool stuff. I will say like, even like decide, right. And I I never liked the word decision. I like choice, but Mm. then I was like, I heard Tony Robbins say decide means to cut off. And I was like, cut off. I'm like, indecision you know when you make an incision you're cutting in and I was like huh let me go look that up and I did and I'm like oh Latin root all right cool decide to cut off and I'm like wow okay yeah when you when you make a decision you cut off all other Other options options. possibilities and you go wholeheartedly in with that decision and I'm like cool I love knowing these words Mm mm-hmm just like I was at a, I was at a uh, seminar and it was on uh, vocabulary and vocabulary is using words in different ways to change your reality and all that. Okay. And that's cool. Yeah. It's pretty cool. And uh, I'm like, man, this fits up right in my alley. At chapter three of my book, I talk about words are the fabric to your reality and it's just beautiful. I was like, yeah, I get this really well. Um, but it was cool. Um, cause he, he started with the word abracadabra. Okay. It's a great and word. It is right. Do you know what the meaning of it is? No, tell me, educate Yeah, me. this is really cool. So everyone thinks of the word abracadabra and they think of? Magic. Right? And he said the same thing. He went all around the world doing this and everyone thinks magic everywhere. So I had a, a podcast. I was on her podcast and she, I interviewed her. Um, I, had, I have an international magician who I interviewed. And cool. so I reached out to her. I'm like, I have the perfect person to ask, you know, because I Googled and I wasn't finding anything that said that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then all of a sudden I reached out to her. And she goes, abracadabra means when I speak, I create. That is amazing. How cool is that? And I'm so, going to start using that. Like, heck yeah. Okay, I'm going to oh, use yeah. that every day now. That is amazing. And so that was, that was like, I was just like, oh, so when she said it, I'm like, that's a solid source. I'm good. I'm sold. And I was just like, that is so cool. But yeah, anywho, I digress. So yeah, words. That's no, what you I don't have. digress. That's cool. That's cool. Well, so I told you, I could totally geek out on the word thing with you. We're both authors, right? And so like, yeah, we're, we get that words have power. And, and obviously, abracadabra is super powerful. Yeah. When I speak, I create like, dude, 
I could even say that in the spirit world, we could take that a step further when you think you create. Oh, yeah. I mean, you it's, know? you know, quantum physics, not physical to the physical, waveform to the particle form. I mean, we can go all day with that. I mean, even in the Bible, from the word, all things are created. I mean, I, and that's my, you know, being my background in Roman Catholic Italian, I've read the Bible twice. Uh, I can't remember all the quotes like I used to. Um, but, uh, but then I studied Hinduism and Buddhism, and it was just amazing how they talk about the word. The word. You know, and it was all across the board. And I started going in like. Judaism too, we talk about the word. So. See what I mean? And so it's like, it's always been right there, but it never was taught in that, that it's like you're shown, again, you're shown something, but you're not shown the whole truth of everything. Yeah. Exactly. And so it's, it's, it's a, you, your, your perception of reality and understanding things is a little bit distorted because you didn't get the whole thing. I feel like we're given like a peephole yeah. of the perspective and it's up to us to push through the door and actually step out and see everything that there is, not just look through the people. Love that. Yeah, we live in, you know, our physical reality is what, less than 1% of what really is it? I think, well, depends who you read, but it's like 0.00001%. Yeah. So minute. And so many people think that's reality. And people who I work with when I start, you know, getting them to meditate and then they start seeing colors and they start seeing, you know, figures showing right. up, and they're like really getting in. I said, the more you do this, the deeper you're going to go, the right. more things are going to come to you. But I'm like, don't put meaning to them. Just feel them. Just feel what it comes to you. And, uh, but it's funny. And then they're like, what kind of world am I going into? I'm like, ah, when you start doing this work, you're going down the rabbit hole. There is millions and infinites of worlds that you're going to tap into at different levels. Uh, but it's, it's, it's just, you know, it's a cool, that, I'm like, that's more reality. And that's more of uh, really essence who we are. And, you know, how can, I never, we'll never get to that point. I don't think, at least not now. Uh, there will be an ascension, supposedly, as they say, coming where we, We'll be able to be like, all right, I'm 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 good now. I want to go back and then yeah. just go. Um, I don't think we're there yet. I don't think we're there yet. <laughs> Hopefully uh, soon, because that'd be kind of cool. That would uh, be cool. But it's one of those things where um, um, you know the whole the whole vastness of the ninety nine plus percent, you know, and that's just right. just where right. we are, you know, the cool part of it all. Yeah, yeah, and and to me, I don't know if you've noticed this, but I feel like lately there's been more of like a collective awakening in ways that haven't happened before. And it's really exciting to kind of be a part of that and to be one of the people that people come to and say, okay, I'm starting to, you know, change my perspective or I'm having these weird experiences or whatever. Help me out. Like, it's so exciting that like people are finally starting to be aware of stuff. It is. I mean, it, and I, it's so palpable. I mean, I can feel it so much. I mean, there is, you know, there's, again, that's why I said there's a, there's an attack on consciousness when I say this, because like, there's this, there's this one side trying to mask it down so it doesn't come up. And then, but then there's the other side, which, you know, light's always going to win. So it's like, it's, you can't control it for too long. And I think the pressure is just building, building, building. And then it's just going to be like, boom. And then everyone's just going to be like, and, uh, I was talking to, I was interviewing somebody who I'll be releasing the podcast at in the December. And, um, uh, we were talking about the age of Aquarius and she was talking about what it means and stuff. But then she told into like, it's going to be the year of pain, but pain's going to bring light. And that's when this yeah. beautiful process is going to shift. And I'm just going, yeah, because I can feel the heaviness, but I can also yeah. feel the lightness. And I'm just yeah. like, but I and I think for me, I'm like, I feel the lightness because I know a lot of people are going to be going through the heaviness of what I'm picking up. But mm. I don't know. Let's We'll see. We'll see what happens. It's just fun to sit back and you feel these things. You're like, yeah. all right, let's see how this goes. All right. right. What's going to happen? Right. And <laughs> I, I love how I love that, you know, she she and you both said about the pain leading to the to the awakening and to the light, because Having gone through our own journeys, A, we already know that that is the case. But also, like, so all politics aside, like, I recognize that certain leadership in, in not just our country, but in many countries across the globe right now is not necessarily the most positive influence on the world right now. But I also believe that, it, that they're there for a reason, and it's to bring the pain that will wake the people up. Amen. Yeah. I was on a podcast one time and I was talking about how um, we were talking about uh, our, our current president of the United States. And I was saying how really anyone that shows up in front, whoever's the leader of any country, not just United States, any country, but anywhere. it's the average vibrational frequency of where the country's at based on the humans, who, the people who live there. And I said, it's just a universal law. It's how it works. It's a law of frequency. You can't have someone who's like an avatar 
when the vibrational frequency is at, uh, I don't know, the motion of guilt or something. You know, it's just right, right. where are we at? And, and, and like you said, right now it's rattling up a lot of stuff. A lot right. of leaders are doing that and in it a way. It happen. It has to. It's been too suppressed for too, so, too long. And, right. again, universe is always working for us, right? So right. there wouldn't this person, will whatever person will be there, because it's needed to be there, not because of whatever else. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And I love that you get that because I try to explain that to some other people and they just get so wrapped up in the the politics (laughs) and the anger of it. And I'm like, I get it, but don't you understand that this is exactly what I'm saying to you? Like you're angry and it's painful right now because you're waking up to things that are wrong and you are now empowered to do something about it because you're angry. Use that. And they just, consist you know they sit there and they're just angry and they you know they bitch and they moan and they post things on social media and like okay that's fine but empower yourself you're angry and it's really got your goat to the point of you can't get out of your own way you're so angry use that yeah use that become an activist change something yeah dude just take that energy and Turn it to something. Turn you know? it, because otherwise all you're attracting to yourself is more hate. Oh, yeah. You know that's all you're gonna, as soon as you start trading that RES, reticular activating system, forget about it. You're going to just start seeing it all over. Right. And then, and then once you're there, you can always change things. You but can, it's just not, but it's tougher. Yeah, and the more you focus, the more it's going to keep strengthening that connection. Yeah, so just act, you know, do something. And people really struggle with that, I think. You know, they, they're angry and they're pissed off, but they expect someone else to change it. Well, that's not how it works. No, I can't. And that's the thing too, like with politics, you know, I, I, I always tell people that's the, that's the other reason why the conscious university I'm trying to create is teaching people how we have the power. Yes. And, and I tell them we have all the power. Like, and the thing is governments don't want you to know that. Like they want to keep you under the radar and think that you don't. And if you can, again, 1%, 99%, right? The one, Not 1% financially, 1% like reality, physical reality. They want you to think that, but if you really can awaken and say, hold on, there's a whole other world here. Wait, there's something called energy. What's this? And vibrational frequencies, what's that? And if we start to grasp that, then we can turn governments around like that. And, and the key comes from, as you know, it, it comes from us. The more we heal our pain, the more light we become, the more light we can express. And when that starts to happen, raising the vibration and it's just all the sea comes up higher and everybody wins from that. We raise all boats. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know. And so it's, and, and that's the thing, you know, seeing that we're talking about the light shift and all that. I mean, it's, it's, it's common. It's exciting, but it's just really showing people how they have it. You know, I had a guy I interviewed and we, we talked about, he really wanted to talk about, because he was talking about the control and all this stuff. And I'm like, yeah, it's all there. I mean, he's very knowledgeable, but long story short, he, he brought up a great point and I totally agree with him on this. It's life, money's life energy and that's how we support. Exactly. It's, it's actually energy. It's an energy yes. frequency that you're giving someone yep. to expand, right? Mm-hmm. And so I always tell people, and I always say the best way to shift it, even if you don't know how to do it energetically with yourself, just change your money to who you give it to right. and that will drastically change the ballgame. Yeah, it, and it does. I mean, and it's so cool that you brought that up because – so charity has always been like an important thing in my life. Growing up Jewish, we called it tzedakah and whatever, but it, was, it always really spoke to me on a very deep level of this whole giving of yourself and of your money and of your time to other people. Not to the point of like, you know, no, you have to have limits, but, no. but it, always, it always spoke to me. And one of the founding principles with my business is, is actually that 10% of my profits all go to charity because it's, it's that important to who I am in the world. Yeah. And it's, but it's not just a random charity. It's like, I, you know, I'm actually setting up a foundation. And so that's right now where a lot of it goes, but other places that I might donate money or to, you know, to causes that I feel are within alignment, you know, in some yeah. way, like, you know, I, I give a lot to this organization called Kitty Angels because they, they lit their policy is they never turn an animal away ever, nice. no matter how sick, damaged, feral, whatever. They never say no. They can have every penny that I don't need, really. Like, <laughs> I love it. You know? <laughs> um, and so, yeah, and I think, but for, for a long time, I was making so little that I felt like, well, I can't give right now because I'm not making enough. But as soon as I said, you know what? No, I will find a way to give something. Even if it's 10 bucks, I will give something. Well, you know what? I started giving again, and of course I started making more because that's how it goes. Yep. Well, I it's was, like the... Oh, you know, I was less stressed. I was less stressed and less trying to just hold on to the money, 
And as soon as I freed that up and just allowed that flow to happen, of course it flowed in. Yeah. You just shifted your focus from lack scarcity to that. And I I love this quote that I heard. I forgot where I heard it from, but it it says the man who has taken from abundance was, no, the man who has taken from abundance, abundance was given to that. And and what it means is just the whole story of that line is that abundance is always there and it's always circling, never limit, never scarcity, never nothing. And, uh, and I was one who lived in lack and, and lived in scarcity for a very long time. It was, it's actually in my lineage of family. It's ingrained in us. And it was mine too. And and I I think it's a lot of people, humans, we, we do that a lot. We do. And, and it's like, you know, I always tell people instead of saying, what if can go wrong? What about what if goes right? Yeah. You know, what if that, what, why ever think of that coin? Because I was always taught, oh, what if this doesn't happen? What yep, if this true. can be wrong? And it's just like, now I'm at a point where it's like, I'm going to create this. And man, what if this goes on? Man, what if it goes to this level? What if it goes to that level? Holy cow. I don't even yeah. know how that would happen. Yeah. And it's just like everything I'm trying to create right now. It's one of those things where I'm like, I don't know where it's going. I, I don't know how it's going to pick up steam. I have no clue. And usually I'd be trying to figure it out. Now I'm like, I, I don't want to anymore. I'm not trying to figure out anything. I'm just going to create do what I do and just share my love and, and, and do what I can do. Right. And uh, everything else, universe, I leave it in your hands. Like, leave it up to you. Yeah. And it's so cool because I'm in a similar creative creation mode with a program as well for spirit guide retrievals and like a group program for it and stuff. And spirit basically gave it to me one morning. I woke up at 3 a.m. and it just I just had to write it down while I'm laying in bed. I'm like, okay, we got to work on the timing, but okay, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and at first I got all like, but what if nobody wants it? And what, all the what if could go wrong, right? And I was like, wait a minute, Sarah. Like, you're just dooming yourself to failure now. Hold on. And I had to flip it around and say, but what if people love this? Yeah. And so then I was like, well, okay, then actually I need to limit how many people can sign up because I need to make sure I have enough time to really give to these people after they've signed up. I don't want to yeah. just have to like, you know, be like really quick with people because it's too full. Oh, and then it was like, well, okay. What if, what if all this goes right? And I'm like, okay, well, how do I make that go right then? Not make it like in terms of drive the ship, force it, but how do I welcome that in? How do I, what steps can I take to assist the universe to help it go right? Yeah. And, and yeah, so of course I, you know, I reached out to one of my marketing guru people and she gave me some great tips on how to sort of hype it and, and you know, this and that. And great. Fine. Okay. The universe will take care of the rest. Yeah. Yeah, and it's amazing how it does. I mean, if, I mean, yes. like in my book, I was telling, I always, I always say a lot of like how the universe is working for you, and then and I said, take this with a grain of salt. But I'll just tell you, after all my experiences, friends I've talked to, everybody that I know, and I talked to a lot of people, I was like, it's amazing how it always freaking works for you. I'm like, it's always there working. Yeah. It's amazing every single time. But it's faith, right? Like that's the th- that's the and that's the tough part because it's a trust fall. And it's not just like the trust fall you had to do in gym class where you had to fall into like your best friend with your eyes closed. It is like the ultimate trust fall because you don't even know for sure that anyone is there. <laughs> and it's certainly not somebody you think of as your best friend, although once you've taken the trust fall, you will. But yeah. at the time, it's not. And, and yeah, it, it's, but once you take it and you commit to it, things are just way less stressful. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> and. For all your listeners, I mean, just literally, I'm telling you from my own life experience, it is it's so much more. Yeah, it, it, it's just, yeah, I mean, I went from I went from just this person that was always stressed out and always going, but how's it going to work? And how's it going to, it'll work, it's fine. No. <laughs> not because I don't care and not because I'm not working to, to make the things happen and not because I'm not putting effort and energy into it, but because the effort and energy I'm putting into it are not, <gasps> but more just, this is going to be great. Yep. And I got an image of like soup. I don't know why I use this. I use okay. this with, I have a Go doc in my office and I use it a lot where I tell him, you know, he just started in the office a couple months ago and I kept telling him, you got to learn how to stir the pot. And he's mm-hmm. like, what do you mean? I'm like, stir the pot. You got to, you're adding things, you're putting in things, you're making soup and you just keep stirring the pot. And I go, everything's going to eventually work out. I'm like, you don't have to worry about how much you got the heat source. That's the universe. I'm like, it's going to keep coming. You just got to keep doing what you do and keep stirring the pot. And I go, eventually there'll be the right timing everything just starts to work together in there, like a mini strotty soup or a ratatouille or something like that. And I'm like, you just keep stirring. That's all you got to worry about. And I go, eventually everything will just start to come in place for you. And I go, when that happens, you're going to sit back and go, I thought you were smoking something because you were saying all this stuff. And then it's just like effortlessly going to work. And he's going to go, 
Because this, I was taught the total opposite when I first got oh, into contract, right? And it's all about what do you have to do? I talk, I listen to the best of the best, and I even talk about this in my book. I, the best in our profession, and I study what they did. And and what I learned over time is, and this is what really gets me a lot now, because I, you know, once you get it and you're aware, then all of a sudden you start seeing it more. Yeah. Is there's so many people teach on what to think, and that don't teach people how to think. How, yeah, the how part. You know, the what is step one, two, three, four, five. The right. how is a whole different world where. They're not dependent on the person because once they figure out their how to think, then all of a sudden they just know how to do it. And then you just got to be there if they want you, like as a coach, right. for the med example, to just like make sure you're sticking to it and don't get off the track. Because right. we or to answer that. questions or whatever. But it's, you're, you're, you're not steering their ship for them. Yeah. Exactly. And, that's, exactly. and I love that because somebody, the, one of the very first podcasts I was on, she asked me, how is what you do different from most coaches? And I said, I'm different because I tell pe- I teach people how to get in touch with their own intuition. It, it sounds like that's exactly what you do. Is It's not about, I use my intuition to tell you what to do. That, 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 that to use the old adage, that's giving a man a fish. Yeah. I'm not about that. I can, big deal, I gave you a fish. Whoop-dee-ding. <laughs> what happens when I leave? Like, <laughs> yeah, you know, exactly. So I, I'm with you where it's about teaching how to... F- get in touch with your intuition and then they can steer their own ship. Yeah. And yes, you're there to, you know, guide and suggest and, and you know, whatever, but ultimately it's about helping them to see that, that basically that map of their lives. Yeah. Exactly. I, you say it so well and it, it's so true. I love the whole teaching the fish thing, you know, versus, yeah. you know, te- teaching them how to do it. And uh, yeah, that's pretty much the basis of it. And it's just making, yeah. you know, and again, like I said, a lot of people do the opposite and it's a great marketing thing and it's a great thing and they make, you know, great some money and God bless them. And I'm all about that. But, you know, as I tell people all the time, I, I look at things from a different perspective and right. it's just, I think, again, my whole purpose is to enlighten in the being if much, or show them, you know, really the essence of who they are. And once they can grasp that, then it's just, hey, like I said, if you need me around, I'll make sure you stay on the path, you know, kind of guide to make sure you don't fall off course. And if you right. do, we'll work you through it too. But Right, you know, exactly. Kind of and that's why we all have our own coaches too because we are not oh, yeah. perfect beings by any no. means. We are still we are. humans and <laughs> God knows I still need a coach every once in a while to go, Sarah, come on now. Yep. You know this. Yep. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> and that's why I tell people too. I'm like, I am not like, I'm very strict on like, I don't use the word expert or master. I mean, right, I I'm really good at what I do in chiropractic and understanding the body and how it works, but I will never use those words. Uh, to me, it just means you're not learning anymore. You're not growing. Right. Exactly. But I also, and I also tell people too, though, I, like you said, I'm human. You know, I'm a, I'm in a, I'm a spiritual being and a human being. I'm having a human being experience. I'm in a human being, I have human body. So there's limitations to me and there's, I have faults and I make mistakes and I get caught up in my own programming that I was taught at a young kid. And my coaches, they help my main coach. He helps me stay tuned, stay focused and make sure that I'm not going off kilter, getting off in a rut, drifting away from my purpose or my vision and not letting stupid stuff get in the way. Cause guess what? I do it. I know that. We all do. And, uh, and that's why, you know, I encourage people that like, it's going to happen, you know, and, and you feel great, great. There's going to come a down. There's something called the law of rhythm, ups and downs all the time, never stops, you know? And so, um, but yeah, that's where I come from and all that. And and no, and I hear you. And, and like my whole last year was kind of a lot of lows. I, you know, I had a lot of deaths in the family and a lot of health scares in the family and it was a lot of low lows, but I kept, but unlike and I had kind of known it was coming. Like I had said like a year before that I felt like I was going to have a mini dark night of the soul. Um, but it would be different because I would know what was going on. So it wouldn't be nearly as bad as the first one. <laughs> and a lot of people who were at different places in their journey were like, well, you only have one. And I'm like, no, you don't. You have one anytime you need to learn something big. Right. And, and so when all this started happening, I'm like, here we go. Okay. Fasten my seatbelt and just pray as hard as I can that I learn whatever it is I need to learn because this is not going to be great. But the yeah. thing was, I knew that it was part of that rhythm and part of that cycle. And now, yeah, things are coming together. And, uh, you know, I literally, I did just stir the soup, like you, to use your analogy. I just yeah. kept stirring the soup for that whole year. And, and, and some days I felt like I was barely holding on. And I was really challenged as a healer to continue healing people, even though I was hurting so bad, to continue being there for other people. And it was like, oh, my God. But it was how, I had, it was, it was how the universe knew that I needed to learn to be able to surrender and to stop trying to be in control of every damn thing uh, all the freaking time. <laughs> yeah, so funny. Because you, you can't control death. You can't control health scares. You can't control your family being 
who they are. And, and I eventually, I just, and, and on top of all that, trying to have a business and this, and it was, I eventually just said, I quit not on life, but I just, I quit on trying to make things work. I quit on all of the effort and energy aspect of all of it. I just, I quit. I'm going to lay on my couch and I'm going to stare at the TV and it's just going to have to figure itself out. And you know what? It did. <laughs> it's amazing. And it's funny how you bring up the story. Cause I went through something like that last year really? um, in my physical health and, uh, um, it was getting to a point where every day I didn't know if I was going to be able to adjust patients that day. Mm -hmm. I didn't know if I can get up. I didn't know how it was going to be. And you know, when I say, you know, sometimes I always say that if you, if you don't change, life's going to make you change. Mm -hmm. um, and man, I will tell you, it broke me down to my knees and hands literally to the That's point where I'm barely able to move. And, uh, but long story short, I, that's where I learned to just say, okay, I'm not going to try and control anything anymore. I just have to let go altogether. Yeah. And as soon as things turned around in February, I, that's when it was like, I, that's when I was like, I need to write a book. I'm going to get my book out. And then there was a moment I'll never forget it. Cause I, I always, I do this with when I coach and I say, if you have 24 hours left to live and I really want you to see, and someone just told you, you have 24 hours left to live and yeah. really take that in and like try to get them into that state. And then I'm like, all right, with that now, what would you do in those 24 hours? Right. And obviously the whole thing is to have things will come up and then it's basically just picking out what your deepest, truest purpose and values are. And then I say, okay, after that, now do you do them or you don't do them? Well, you know, and for me it was just enlightening people, sharing information, helping them share what I've learned and my experiences and everything I've learned and just give to the, give to the, um, the, the, uh, to the world, everything I possibly can. Yeah. And so, as soon as I did that, four months later, I was like, book's coming out, boom, there it was. And it's just right. one thing after another, and I'm not turning back, but I'm very blessed that I went through that. And it's, again, law of rhythm. As low as you go, yeah. as high as you're going to come. Exactly, exactly. For me, my low, low, low was at my grandfather's funeral in um, August. And I literally was sitting in a corner by myself, crying. And finally, one of my mom's cousins comes over and he's like, what's going on, Sarah? And I just looked at him. I said, I quit. I just, I quit, David. And he goes, on what? I'm like, just everything. He's like, wait a minute. Do we need to get you? I'm like, I don't mean like that. I'm like, I, I'm not suicidal. That's not what I mean. But he's not, most of my family is not spiritual. So they didn't really get what I was saying, but I knew what I was saying. I was like, I just give up. Like, I just can't do it anymore. I just can't. I mean, that was the, that was the third death of the year. And I just, I was like, I'm done. Like I just, I give up. And he left really concerned about me, which I feel bad about, but cause he didn't understand what I was getting at. But that was, I was in that same place of like, I just, I surrender. I, you know, whatever, whatever is going to happen is going to happen whether I am here or not. So whatever. And <laughs> so true. Yep. You know, and things did start to get better shortly after that. <laughs> It's just amazing how it works. And now that's how I work it too. Like, you know, a lot, you know, just, I try to teach people that, you know, embrace the down and you'll just take it in. It's, 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 it's not it's fun. Like, no, it's not swallow. <laughs> right. Yeah, but if you, you don't learn if it's fun, you don't learn if it's easy. Exactly. And I always tell people too, you love a diamond. They're like, yeah, I love a diamond. I go, you know how much stress had it, that, that coal I had it go through that. before it became that. that diamond. And I'm like, and that's what the universe is going to do for you. It's going to yeah. prep you. It's going to shine you. It's going to press you. It's going to stress you. It's not going to be fun. But let me tell you, if you just keep doing the work and don't resist, you're going to come out to be that pretty shiny diamond. It happens. It's the way, again, the universe is, it has a selfish reason. It gains from what it's giving. So, exactly. and, and, and that's why I always tell them, it's like, so it's going to work out. It always does. Yep. Yep. Oh, I love it. I love it. Okay, so any any final words for us? I feel like I could talk to you all day. But <laughs> <laughs> um, just know that you're more powerful than you ever could imagine, and just you know believe in yourself. It's it it you are uh, a divine, eternal, infinite being, and that you know, the power of what we have and how we can create our lives, you can change it within any given second. And that you know, I hear this cliche all the time that you're just a thought away from your biggest breakthrough. And I always just tell people you're the thought away from the biggest anything you want in your life. You just got to believe it. It exists. It's there. And like, I love you when you use the word faith. Um, I love that word. And I don't, I use it a lot, but not like, again, in the religious kind of context, right. I use it more in like, you just, if faith to me means, you know, with all doubt that with no doubt whatsoever, that this is how things are. It's, it, it, you can say belief, but faith to me is just like faith a deeper, 
it's a lot, the vibration there is nicer and I, I like it. It's yeah. a lot stronger there. And uh, to know that that's how this is and that's who you are. And, and I think once you step into the energy field, oh, it's, as you know, it's just all of a sudden life transforms and it's a whole different world than whatever you experienced before. Hence, hence my business name, Transformation, in there. Yes. Yes, ma'am. Uh, yep. I love it. All right. Well, thank you so much for coming on today. And I'm sure that we will stay in touch and yeah, it'll be great. Yes, ma'am. I appreciate having me on. This was a blast. Thank you so much. Thanks, Sarah. Thank you for listening to the podcast. For past shows, please visit www.empoweryourreality.com. I hope this show inspired you and added to your life to help you on the journey to rediscover who you really are. To connect with us on Facebook, please visit www.facebook.com forward slash Dr. Vic Manzo. Check us out on Twitter. The handle is Dr. Vic 21. Follow us on Instagram, www.instagram.com forward slash Dr. Vic Manzo. If you were inspired by the podcast, pay it forward by sharing it with someone who you know can benefit from it. Thank you again for listening to the Mindful Experiment podcast, sharing paths to help you rediscover your infinite potential. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Thanks for tuning into the podcast. If you found this episode to be inspirational, pay it forward by sharing it with someone that you know can benefit from this. If this is your first time tuning in, please follow us, connect with us so you don't miss another amazing episode. And until next time, keep rocking and rolling.